Welcome to Brothers Red, the unique LFC fan podcast brought to you by Five Brothers. Liverpool have drawn three all against Brighton at Anfield on the weekend, and we're here to discuss the fallout from that match. I'm joined by Matt, Pad, and Andy. Fran's unavailable, he's sunning himself in Morocco. Liverpool have now played, what, seven games? Won two in the Premier League, drawn four and lost one. Me and Matt were at the game. And going into the game, Matt, we didn't really know what to expect. I mean, I wasn't particularly excited. I mean, I wanted to see the boys back in action again, but I was mindful of the fact that they'd all been off on international duty and um, we, we had no rhythm uh, and we not played, of course, uh, for quite a few weeks. So um, that was the backdrop to what unfolded in the first 20 minutes or so. I think going into the game, James, we said we were expecting a better performance, wasn't wasn't we coming off the Ajax game? But to be honest, I take I take what you're saying, the fact there was international duty and there was two games postponed as well, probably made made things more difficult. So perhaps we should have been a bit more realistic. But the story of the of the game was just um defensively we were terrible, weren't we? And equally in midfield as well, we were we were non existent. We had a Terrible first twenty minutes and a terrible last twenty minutes as well, and it and it cost us. And how do we keep conceding this um, first goal? It's just it just it just keeps happening, doesn't it? Uh, we keep going. What we keep going a goal behind. I know in this game we went two two goals behind. I, I just it's difficult to pinpoint, isn't it? It's difficult to 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 understand how we just keep falling behind, and it just makes it a real uphill task, doesn't it, in the Premier League, especially with the quality of the teams. Um, we did well to come back. We did really, really well to come to, to come back. And we've done that we've done that we've done that before this season. But then obviously then the, the defensive frailties we, we conceded Stevie the third. So it was very, very disappointing, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean I think the interesting thing for me, Pad, is that um, Liverpool clearly couldn't build on the momentum from the Ajax match because of the passage of time. But the same problems that we've seen already this season, uh, the, the Nadir being the, the Napoli game, are still there, aren't they? I mean, nothing has really changed. Um, and um, I don't know whether this is going to be a bit of a constant theme this season. Yeah, yeah. Um... Very frustrating. It's just you don't know what Liverpool side is going to turn up. Um, majority of the time, it's been pretty poor or very inconsistent in the match. Usually, we do have a decent spell in the game, but just I just don't know how and why we keep starting so slow. Was it 12 of the last 15 matches we've, we've lost the first goal? And I think five of them were in the first five minutes, I think, which is bizarre, really. Just it's a bit as a pattern like that. It just seems bizarre. And there must be there must be a reason for it. You know, it, it's becoming it's not it's not a freak event. Um, and some of the goals and some of the um, counterattacks were being exposed to when you when you do a freeze frame at the point we lose the ball, the first five seconds of losing the ball, you can see why we look so weak. And it's just because we just seem to be overcommitting and overcommitting too early. You've got, um, you know, Trent, Hendo, someone like Harvey Elliott. I know you, uh, Harvey wasn't in the match, but just in general, 
they they seem to be Liverpool players seem to be expecting um, they're going to have 60-70% of the ball and they're really going to have to commit forward and we're, they just haven't seemed to haven't seemed to grasp that there's there's plenty there's plenty of time in the match, you know. Don't you, there's no need to commit so much so early, and um, and leave spaces on the counter attack. You know, um, very frustrating. We look very open. We look very easy to play. We look like there's no power and energy in midfield. Like that midfield starting, you know, Hendo, Fab, and Thiago, first choice. Shouldn't expect any problems there. Um, but I can't say any of them had a, had a good game or could tell you what they did in the match. Um, and certainly the first 30 minutes, um, just it was all over the place. Yeah, I mean, I think just to go back um, and into that point a little bit deeper, Andy, I mean, for me, the performance was indicative of the fact that there's some underlying problems I don't know what those problems are. We can speculate what they might be. We can have a hypothesis about it. But, you know, all is not well in the state of Denmark. Something's not quite right at the moment. And my point really about the Ajax match was that it was supposed to be, I don't want to stray into cliche, it was turning the corner, drawing the line in the sand, whatever it was, it was supposed to be. Listen, we realise how bad how poor we were, how unacceptably bad we were against Napoli. We're not going to let that happen again. So I can kind of understand against the backdrop of not playing for a few weeks and not having any rhythm and the international break, why we might have been a little bit rusty. So you could maybe see a situation where the match was drawn. But when you look at the start of that game, me and Matt had to, to watch it at the ground. We were 2-0 behind pretty quickly. And it could have been four. I mean, they had two very good chances after the first goal went in. Um, you know, Trossard had a chance, great Ali save. Welbeck had a header, point blank Ali probably should have done better. And and that that to me is suggestive that um, the, the the problems are still there. This wasn't a rhythm issue. This was um, something more fundamental about the way we played up to now this season. Yeah, it's tricky to put your finger on it as to what the cause of the malaise is. You know, one view, I'm thinking, well, is it just because of how relentless Liverpool have been for the last four or five seasons? This team, this batch, this crop of players, they're just, they're exhausted maybe, but then you look at the you know, chronology and they've had, you would think, times to rest and it seems to be a much deeper and wider problem than, than just energy levels. It seems that there's something so significant and so problematic with this team that we just keep shipping in goals in every game now. We don't look stable. We don't look solid. Well, Andy, um, where's, where, where's the offside trap gone? Last, last season, it was high line, offside trap. But now, obviously, teams have sussed that out. So we're dropping a bit deeper. And we're dropping a bit deeper and we're not used to it. And we look so so vulnerable. We're not winning tackles. We're not winning second balls. Uh, we're sticking legs out aimlessly for crosses when they come into the box. 
And obviously we're getting exploited on the right hand side, aren't we? On on, on Trent's side. The building blocks for any successful team. I think it's uncontroversial to say that he needs to have a, a good defence. He needs to be solid. And Liverpool over the years have been so effective going forward. But they've also had that stability. And it just seems to me now, James, that Klopp needs to do, needs to have a bit of a rethink as to how he alters the formation, the structure of the team in order to make us more difficult to play against. Because we've said this loads of times, it's only repetitive. There's now a clear blueprint as to how to harm Liverpool. And teams now, week in, week out, it's not an aberration. Week in, week out, these teams are exploiting these types of areas. They're getting in behind the midfield far too easy. Exploiting that right-hand side far too easy. So there needs to be... You know, Klopp now needs to think about this. this, this and he's accepted this, James. That there's a problem there. He needs to, to, to have a recalibration, reformulation of that defence to make it more solid. Because I can't see now, James, you said about the Ajax game. I don't think there's just there's going to be a small shift and we're going to go back to how effective we were in the last couple of seasons. It seems to me to be more systematic. It's more yeah. Yeah. So fundamental. Be... But what I, what I don't understand is that time and time again, we come on the pod and we say that the the opposition attacked down Trent's side 40% of the time. And it's happened, it's happened again. So it just, it just keeps happening. And then when you look at the heat map, is Trent is basically a right-sided midfielder. He's basically in the opposition's half, basically, every time. So... So that's obviously it's it's not necessarily Trent's fault at all because he's been told to play play that far far advanced. But we keep getting exploited on 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 our right hand side, and all the goals or a lot of the goals seem to come from that side. So that would that would probably be the first thing to sort out, really. That 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 right right back because that right right back position, either Trent drops deeper or someone else comes in behind Trent because he's kind of played in midfield already. Yeah, was not a surprise. Sure, that would be the first yeah. thing to look at because surely that's the most fundamental thing because teams are continually just doing that, attacking down our, our right side, continually. Well, what surprising me about it as well, maybe you share this, this um, concern is that this is a team now with players who've have been zenith of the game. You know, think Van Dyke, think Salah. It just seems this year that both of those types of players, not you know, players can't perform nine nine out of tens every game, but it surprises me how confidence has been diminished in the team. Like players look top hard. sides. Yeah, yeah I mean, so half, top players are looking yeah. half the players that they were. Like Van Dyke's not the same. Salah, he did say that in one of the earlier pods, James, that he's still contributed to, to some extent with the assists. But I think if anyone was to put forward the argument that Salah's playing well this year. I think that's not not a well uh, grounded argument because you can see it in his performance. He's not influencing the games. He's not doing those mazy runs. He's not you know, scoring as many goals. So, why I'm trying to explain it, James, I'm almost getting myself in a model myself as to how you can solve the problem. Yeah, because you're going from defence to attack. Yeah, so it's... yeah. <laughs> but I, I, th- I think Matt, though, there's an issue about it, it, it. To me, there's an underlying problem. And the question is, what is that underlying problem? Because I, I, I do wonder, utterly speculatively in saying this, uh, whether morale's a little bit low because of the lack of investment in midfield, which we've spoken about. Um, but it's the system, the, though, isn't it, I think, James? 
I think Andy's right. It's the, it's, it's the system and the, and the way we're approaching the games. We've been sussed out, haven't we? And uh, we, you know, we need to change it, don't we? We need to somehow. We need a different approach to the games. We need to be more solid at the back. Uh, we need continuity to continuities between the defence and the midfield. Um, because there's there's also a big gap. I don't you know you remember we commented in the game on we, we commented on the game that there was there was a big gap between the the defence and the midfield as well, where Welbeck and people like that were getting into little pockets. They were just going straight through the lines, weren't they? Yeah, there was no, there was no midfield. So, so that's a system. That's a system error, isn't it? Or it's not about that. It's or, not for, or tactical. Look, we've got a wide array of attacking talent. It's not about. We're not struggling to score goals necessarily. It's that stability, as you said, Matt. When you opened, we opened the pod. It's going behind in games, making that ability to come back in the game. It's always an uphill start. Liverpool, you give silly goals away, or you score and you give silly away. It's. I think, James, if we were just able to make that defence more solid, that's not leaking goals. You then build upon that. That's the other thing, isn't it? I mean, this pad, just like bring padding on this. I've heard Klopp today doing the the pre-Rangers press conference, the Champions League match tomorrow night. And um, Klopp has recognised that we need to be more compact in our defensive lineup, But he he's essentially saying that we need to... to do what we do better, and I think I, th- I think the difficulty for us as fans is that um, I'm not sure that we necessarily agree that we should just keep trying to do what we normally do when we're playing this poorly. Uh, so I don't know what your take on that is, but but I personally, and the manager knows better than me, but I don't want us to be. Um, improving in three months' time. I want us to be improving, you know, immediately. There are things that we that we can and should change, but um, maybe they've just got to play through it, Pat. I don't know. Yeah, um, I think I don't know if you keep doing the same, keep doing the same thing and expect the same outcome. Uh, it seems a bit foolish. Do you know what I mean? So you feel like you. You have to try change and mix it up, um, but then on the other side, you don't have all the detailed analysis and football brains together that Liverpool do have on the inside that's worked for so long. They must be looking at the analysis and saying, "Well, hang on, this is not the system; it's it's, it's the way it's being implemented." They must clearly see signs, um, so you've got to give the coaching staff time to do it. They just put it. From the outside looking in, when you only get to see 60, 90 minutes or whatever, um, I'm going to manage to get 60 games, six minutes, because I can't find a bloody stream. But um, it's hard It's hard to, to put the whole system under a microscope and, and see where it's going wrong. But clearly it is, it is not working at the moment. And it seems to be imbalanced, overloaded in the right area, in the wrong areas at the wrong times. And leaving space um, in front of the back four and in, in behind the back four. Um, there seems to be no protection. You used to have two effective screens. You know, be, our counter press was so good it wouldn't get they wouldn't be able to get out of their own half. You know, the the way um, Mo, Mane, Bobby on 
and, a, and another midfielder, Wijnaldum or Hendo or Keita sometimes, would set traps. And that, that's where it would break down. But we seem to be over-committing too early and leaving bags to space. So there's, there's an imbalance. And I don't know whether it is the system or whether it's the, the people implementing it, you know, whether whether they don't want to do the work going backwards anymore, whether they're not, you know, whether the ball watching, whether they're not covering spaces. So if one goes, the one's dropping in. There used to be a bit on that right-hand side, there was a bit of a rotation, wasn't there? Trent goes, Hendo comes in behind the full-back. Is there that kind of discipline going on at the moment? And if not, why is that not happening? You know, is it, are people injured? Are they fatigued? Is it something mental? Um, are they trying too hard and like trying to do everything? That's the question, and I, and I think it probably is quite a lot of these things. And I don't, I, I and I don't know whether this, I don't think that the system can be found out because um, it's worked so well for so many years and. Um, football isn't a very complicated game. So there's only so many formations you can do. Every formation works. It, it's the players that implement it, isn't it? And it's the yeah. timing, it's the decisions they make on the pitch. So for me, I, I'm more frustrated with the players. I think if the system isn't working short term, yeah, because of the players, maybe you can put the, you know, a system in place that protects us a bit better in the short term. I agree with you on that, but like I said, you just got to got to trust the coaching staff that they're seeing and they're doing all the analysis and they're saying, "No, look, this is where our strengths lie. This is where uh, we need to improve by by training or through what it, difficult conversations with people." The, the the thing is, Matt, is that the the system is not is not broken. Uh, well, you know, I mean, more evidence is needed of that. Um, the, the point is, to what extent do you adapt the system in circumstances where you're not playing particularly well? I mean, for some reason, confidence is low. Um, the intensity is not quite there. You look at the first goal, um, Simakas is a little bit passive. He lets the cross come in. Um, Trent makes the header. It's okay, but it's not particularly you know, out of harm's way. Hendo loses the header and is kind of, you know, muscled off the ball by Welbeck, I think it was. Fab then has a chance to maybe sweep up the second ball and he's too slow to react. Trent then gets skinned by Trossard and it's a, in fairness to Brighton, it's a, it's a, it's a beautiful goal. And, and we were saying, weren't we, that they, they sort of played like a, uh, you know, a decent Champions League team at times where they were just very um, incisive in the final third and were, pop, you know, popping it around with a bit of panache. And they looked like a very good team, but Liverpool are just not um, intense at the moment. They're just not concentrated. They're not aggressive. They're getting bullied. Um, this has been going on now all season. I mean, you think back to the first game of the season against Fulham. Fulham bullied us, didn't they? Um, yeah, yeah. I think you're right. There's, I think that's probably a good word to use. There's, there's just we're, we're like non-aggressive defending, aren't we? There's no, there's no intensity in our defending, or there's no urgency to get the ball away, or to, you know, to kind of put it out. It just seems a little bit kind of like. 
lethargic, even when we're doing like clearances or when we're just trying to block block tackles or block crosses. Maybe it's just lacking a bit of intensity. Um so what's what's causing that intensity? Um well we talked about didn't we a hangover from last season. That that's all that's been suggested, hasn't it? Rusty, but I don't know if we've been rusty because we did, you know, we played pretty well in the community shield, didn't we? So um it's well, difficult, that, isn't it? Van Dyke's not playing well, is he? Van Dyke was well, at fault think, for the third goal as well. Yeah, I think that's what it's like. Yeah, I think like Henderson tried to clear it away for the first goal and, and Van Dyke just kind of like sticking a leg out for the third goal as well. I think that was just like kind of symptomatic of the the lack of intensity, really. Well, um, Van Dyke left offside for the second. What's that? What that? Sorry, James. Sorry to interrupt you. Van Dyke, you know, had Trossard, you know, in his immediate vicinity for the second. Yeah. And yeah. and he just, yeah. you know, and he just wasn't there. And then he missed the clearance for the third goal as well. I mean, Matt Eap, who's, you know, not always played this season. I mean, he... I mean, you wouldn't you wouldn't say that he's you know suffering from a lack of confidence or there's any particular issues going on with him necessarily, um, but I mean he he didn't play particularly well either. Um, I mean, which is contagion, I suppose, isn't it? You know, when you're not when you're not playing well, the confidence is low. It spreads, doesn't it? To be honest, though, even last season, though, because we were so good. Uh, because we were so good with the offside traps and because we were so good in the high lines and because and we were always winning the ball with the counter press and things like that. We didn't really have to defend like this, to be perfectly honest, did we? That much. Um, but now we have to defend like this because we've suddenly been forced deeper and we're getting exploited on the right side and suddenly we have to start start defending. So I don't know if like, the players have forgot how to defend properly, to be honest, because... Um, yeah, I mean, we, look, we look as well as as well as like, like we just we're kind of clutching at straws now. I guess well, as well as the <laughs> frailties, it's hard to put it on. It's hard to put it on. As well as the defensive frailties, it's. Um, it, I think what we have seen James from an early point in the season or in the summer is that most Liverpool fans did say that that midfield needed to be uh, rejuvenated. And it's disappointing, I think. And Klopp will say, well, we've got, I did say at the time, we've got a number of midfielders there, but it feels that that midfield, even though it's littered with individual class, it does feel to me a bit stagnant. And that, you know, when you couple that with the defensive, the, the, the confidence being diminished, the defensive setup is just a bit frail at the moment, a bit stale. And yeah. it's really trying to cure that deficiency, which it's a difficult point I know Dad has said before that you know, we may want to try and strengthen the defense by perhaps altering the, the formation to maybe three at the back and going to four four two which is alien to the clock team. Five at the back. Or having three uh, three, three by back. three with Trent as a wing back. Yeah some of that just trying to mix up the why Gomez is like a third centre back to cover that right yeah, well, that right side of just, obviously just, yeah, think, just think like, about this not... for a moment. What's that? You know, just think about this for a moment. Klopp, Klopp needs to rebuild a bit of confidence. The question is, how does he do it? Now, at the moment, his, his strategy on the face of it is to say, we'll just keep going. 
But then if you just tell them to keep going and the confidence is low and and they're shipping all these early goals, then it becomes a vicious cycle. They never get themselves into a position where they can improve their confidence. I mean, they might improve it superficially, but then the old ghosts come back to haunt them. Whereas if we um, had a different approach to a game, if we, if, we, if we say, right, our priority is not to concede, that's our, that's an, our absolute priority. We're going to do something different with Trent's position or give Trent a rest and play Gomez in there. Then we might be in a position then to rebuild the defensive confidence by getting a clean sheet. Whereas I, I'm just not sure I agree with Klopp's lack of flexibility, his lack of pragmatism. I, I, I would just like us actually to start doing things a little bit differently to actually rebuild that confidence and to get that rhythm and momentum back. It feels a bit at the moment, uh, again, and we've said this before as a micro-criticism of Klopp, that he, he seems to be a bit bloody-minded about, about making changes. That's a bit of a sweeping statement, but that's certainly how it feels. The other thing, James, as well, is that when if you're having those performances where you're letting goals in, the, the sort of shield or the um, you know, the veneer of invincibility is just chipped away. Like yeah. teams going to City now, not that confident they're going to bag a couple of goals. Whereas what Liverpool have done over certainly this season is that because they've shipped in goals and they look vulnerable, teams are much more confident, mm-hmm. much more likely to be expansive. So that invincibility is reduced, and it's about getting back to basics using that football cliche of making it difficult to play against us because if we're compact we're tight and we're disciplined all we need to do we've got the quality just to play through teams get the ball to the style players up front sour in those types of areas you're not by being more defensive you're not really going to diminish overall in the whole game you're not going to just reduce yourself to a couple of chances because the quality of the players, Trent, for example, making crosses, you're going to get chances. I think that's the fundamental problem, though, because I think I think this is this this is maybe what they're torn about. Because obviously, the more compact we are, the further forward we play, and then the oppositions are making runs to evade the offside trap um, all over the top, and we've seen that that can be effective against us. So I think I think the threat of that is I think something that we've kind of realised this season. You know, like midfield runners. Like late, late runners avoiding the offside trap and going clean through. But being more compact, compact than that, it's not synonymous with allowing more runners to get. I don't understand that. Well, I'm just saying that 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 obviously the whole point is to try and make the to try and make things very compact, isn't it? And and push the other team forward. But obviously, with us doing that, um, yeah, with us doing that. Then obviously it leaves us vulnerable over, over, over the top because if if, if we if we if we drop if we're deep if we drop deeper and we want to stay stay compact that means we're going to be playing much much further back, isn't it? Yeah, it's brave. It's brave. So calls it a of... brave way of defending. There's another word for it at the moment, isn't there? But I mean, it's st- stupid because Pad, we've we've said, haven't we? We've got a problem on the right hand side. 
teams are constantly exploiting our right-hand side. Um, I don't want to crucify Trent, um, but he uh, is responsible um, for, for, again, you know, poor defending, particularly with the second goal where he kind of has a relatively routine chest takedown, which he blunders. Um, And, um, you know, Liverpool are not doing anything about that. They're just, you know, they're just carrying on. Um, So it's perhaps no surprise, as Andy says, as teams get more confidence against us and our, our confidence wax and wanes that we, we're still having problems. And, and, you know, just to add to that, I talked about the first 20 minutes. I mean, I said they could have been 4-0 up, but we looked all over the place. In the midfield and in the back four, we looked at sixes and sevens in that first 20 minutes. And um, that is a team that knows how to play in that structure. Um, but I, I think I think the problem is there's no... Um, solid base upon which they can now build and presumably Klopp will play the same way tomorrow night, he'll just, you know Trent will be up the pitch, Simakas will be up up the pitch Um, and we'll just be hoping that Rangers don't have the quality to exploit it, but Man City and Arsenal are going to be able to exploit it Uh, and that's the concern going forwards that um, we, we could get spanked by by a very good team playing with a lot of confidence. Yeah. Yeah, I think we, we try and stay positive, don't we, in general? But, I mean, I guess it would be interesting from a neutral point of view if Liverpool were to get beat by Arsenal and, and City because, um, you know, both teams are playing really well and they're very capable of hitting a couple of goals past year. We see, you know, City are just looking unstoppable at the moment, scoring bags and bags of goals. So, I mean, that would put a bit of pressure on, I think, if, if we got beat in those games. Um, but you can't think like that. Um, you know, you trust these players to rise to those big games and I think Rangers, you just, you just got to look at that for the kickoff. Uh, but yeah, I expect this to play in the same way and I, I think as we just said, you know, I think Klopp's Relying on the the key players in the team to stand up here. Um, and we've gone through difficult spells in the past. I mean, last season we had a, a bit of a wobble, didn't we? Um, it was it was around about January, was it or December? And we had to, I think December, and we had to come back from that a couple of seasons ago when we lost our spine of the team for injuries. We had, we came back on that. So, so this this team, this group of players has fought back um, so it might be a question of just time and some tweaks but um, it is looking more like a transition season to be honest they've tried to blood in a new attack force tried to blood in a kind of new style of play um, with kind of like Thiago and this Artemelo we haven't seen yet um, but transition is sorry. transition season is just is just uh it's you know, frustrating. It's just, frustrating. It's just another word for it's another word for saying we're going to have a mediocre season, isn't it? I mean, it's. Well, that, I'd yeah, like him to do might, something might. about it. You know, I, I don't want to yeah. write it off now. You know, after playing seven Premier League games, what I'd like him to do, Pad, is well, I tell you what, I'd like him to do. I'd like him to either um, put Trent on the bench because I think he's low on confidence and he needs to be taken out of the limelight or the the firing mm. line. Um, it certainly, I would push him up into midfield, which we've spoken about. 
Um, and I would actually give the opposition something different to think about because Liverpool are far too predictable. Um, and I would yeah, like but to I just, see... I'm just, just conscious about changing the system with so many games coming up and big games. Like you don't well, the really, system like, doesn't not need enough... to be changed, does it? Just... There's just not enough time to change to a, a five at the back, as someone suggested, a three at the back. It, I, I think you're right. I think there's got to be small t- system tweaks and a, a, just a little bit more conservative and building your way into the game. I, I just think there's there's things you can do that are small but can make a big difference, and that is just a bit of stability into into the into the way you attack. Well, I, I'm frustrated so, with it, Matt, because I know what Paddy's saying there, and I, maybe I'm being a bit reactionary, but. Um, you know, Salah, for example, I mean, Salah's not had a particularly great start to the season. I mean, he was dangerous in flashes, wasn't he? Um, on the weekend, but I thought he was most dangerous, which is actually the point I'm trying to make when he was down the center. I mean, he, he was involved in the in the first goal, wasn't he? When when he, when he kind of it was slightly fortuitous, it kind of Salah was played through and he and he sort of fed it over to Firmino, but. For me, Salah is a live wire, he's dangerous, but he's isolated on the right-hand side, as we've said. So why doesn't he play Salah down the middle? I mean, that wouldn't involve a a major systemic change. It would just mean playing someone else on the right. Um, You know, and I think think Fabinho as well, just to chip in again with another point, I think Fabinho's got to be benched. He He doesn't warrant... You know, he doesn't warrant a starting place. Yeah, he's not um, picking up there. He's not picking up them spaces. Is he? Yeah, it's been consistent yeah, all I mean, this season. Yeah, we. You're right. We need we we need Salah to step up, don't we? And uh, and uh, get a few goals for us. But um, I thought I thought Bobby Bobby's done really well though, hasn't he? This this season, and and he, that was that was positive. The fact that he 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 got two goals really and kind of saved saved us really. Yeah, uh, I mean that that second goal was brilliant, wasn't it? Yeah, it was sweet. So it was good that he's he's um, come come back into form and and looks like he's gonna you know he's gonna compete for them top top three positions. So yeah, I think with Sally does he seems isolated on that right side and, and perhaps moving in more and more into centre might might offer something something different because we know that Salah just gets heavily marked. There's leaving two or three men all the time. And it makes it difficult for him as well. Um, it's, it's so easy. You know, it's it's hard. Yeah. Trying to think, you know, looking back, how impressive this Liverpool team has been for four or five seasons. And I know we're having a dip in performance at the moment, but it's, it feels difficult to criticise this pop team. I know, James, you're saying that we, we have to look forward and that the malaise in the team needs to be it needs to be cured soon. But it just... I think, as Paddy said, I think at the moment you've got to have hope in the confidence in Klopp and the team that they will turn this around. Let's not forget last year when we twelve points behind City at one point. Sort of like, City is such a, such a juggernaut. Have to have them as a yardstick. Almost becomes exhausting trying to keep up with them and how how good they perform. It's difficult. You want you want three points every single game, knowing that you've got to stay in the race. It's just, it's yeah, it's, you, it's relentless. Yeah, it does, it does, it does put it into context, like what what the team have done and Klopp's Klopp's an amazing manager. Um, I think we're just caught. I guess we're just calling for small, small changes, aren't we? Maybe or just some, just some tweaks. Um, 
Yeah, and just, just to make things solid, really, and just... Uh, That's it. Just I think, yeah, the system tweaks, but also for the players to step up, there's been several top-class players who have been poor this season. Um, only one who can hold himself up is, is Ali. Ali has, has mm. stopped us from... We've only lost one game so far, yeah. Napoli too. Um, but without Ali, we would have lo- lost the game against Brighton and probably yeah. lost more points. So... I think we need the top players to stand up. I think there are tweaks to the system you can do to help them at the moment because they're not playing well. But, yeah. you know, you can't have Hendo, Fab, Van Dijk, Trent, Robbo at times. I don't think Salah. I think Salah's probably been okay. He's not at the same goal-scoring levels, but um, I think he's been asked to do different things this season that hasn't helped him. Um, I think he still looks dangerous. But I think there's, I think there's five, five, six players there to name, and there's still players to come back from injury. Thiago hasn't got going yet, um, so they need to step up. You are right. It is, it is, it is fundamentally, as we said at the outset, that there's a lack of, um, there's a lack of uh, intensity. Is probably the word that we've used. There's a lack of. Um, concentration, fight, fizz, effervescence, whatever you whatever you want to say, that that can actually just be resolved um, by by the players grouping together, but also the manager saying we we keep uh, losing the opening goal. Let's let's try and get a clean sheet for the first thirty minutes. Let's keep it tight. Let's play ourselves in. Let's try not to lose a goal. And it's just it's just doing my head in that that this keeps you know this keeps happening, and I, I don't want to be negative, but I, I do think it's right to signpost now that if we don't start to make some changes to the way we play, given the the, the way in which these players are not implementing the clock system, I think we could get a hiding from someone like Man City. You know, and, and, and Arsenal could put a lot of goals past us. And we've got to play Arsenal, is it next weekend? Uh, yeah, at yeah. the Emirates. I, I think so if gonna... I think if I think if we play against Arsenal or City, especially City, in the manner we've played I, I don't know games we played this season, nine at least. If we play the way we played seven out of nine times, we'll get beat by three or four goals at the minimum. And Napoli oh, made yeah. it look easy. Well, there Brighton we are. made it look easy. Yeah, I mean, so it, is, fun, it is a heavy, the, is a heavy warning. The, the the odd thing about it is we've we've shipped, I think, nine goals this season in the Premier League, which is, you know, comparable to um, to City. I think they've conceded nine, Arsenal conceded eight. So it's not necessarily terrible. Conceded three yesterday. Sorry, on Saturday, two on the opening day. Two against United, but it's just, it's just, um, it's something's not right, and uh, the players are not at it, and doesn't look to me as though the manager is doing anything um, in terms anything different to actually change things uh, beyond trying to to manage the players to get back to where they were. And that's in the context of teams focusing on our right-hand side and um, realising that um, we're vulnerable and smelling blood. 
We're just going to have to we have to get, you know have to see um, whether he whether he he does do anything about it because I don't think Rangers tomorrow night will be a massive test at Anfield. It's it's going to be an opportunity, hopefully, for us to get some confidence up and to get a win, a nice one or two 0 win would be great going into uh, the weekend to play Arsenal. But we're just going to have to keep the faith. Um, you know, Firmino's yeah, in think, top James, form. James, I think, I think, I think, C. Cullen wants to make a last a last minute point, so he's just come in as a guest appearance. Yeah, bring Dad in off the bench. Hi, boys. How you doing? All right. Yeah, yeah good. Thanks, Dad. I totally agree with everything you're saying. Um, one of the things that I want to just address is that when we had that bad run, when we were changing all our centre halves around with with, with um, midfield players, it was crying out to play the, the centre halves that we had. Klopp wouldn't yeah. change it, and we yeah. lost six games on the run. Now yeah, the free. reality is, Klopp, as we've all agreed, I, I love you. He, he's the best thing that's happened since Robert Pilsen Shankly, hundred percent. But he's incredibly stubborn. What he's got to do, he's got to understand that if you're not defending as a team, you're not going to win any games at all. And he's got to change it. He's got to change it. And that's that, that's what he's got to do. And we're not bad players overnight, but we've got to get the hunger back. And there's a lot of them players out there who have not got the hunger and they're being out-battled, they're being out-fought, they're being out-kicked. We're not getting the second balls. It's fundamental for football. Going back to my very amateuristic football game, we had a great goalkeeper and we were letting four goals in from five shots. And I, and I said to the manager, we've got to put the reserve keeper in. He said, but he's rubbish. I said, <laughs> and he said to me, he said to me, we can't play. I said, if he's, we can't keep the goalkeeper in because he's letting four goals from five shots, so he's more rubbish. Anyway, we put we put the big guy in, in goals. He, he wasn't a very good goalkeeper, but we won nine games on the run because he was yeah. stopping some of them. It, 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 I, I get your point, Dad. It's 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 sometimes a change. Sometimes doing something different can actually bring about a positive. It's been positive because we've got great players, we've got a great team, we've got a great squad, we've got great fans, we're a fantastic club. It's fine-tuning, it's a fine-tuning situation. And what we've got to do, we've got to get hungry again. We've won nothing this season and we only won two things last season. We went to the immortality last year, almost. Yeah. We've got to now get back to the basis to say we are not going to get beat and we've got to be more aggressive. And what I've seen this season... I think, I don't know which one of you said, I think you might have said it, James. We're being out-bullied, we're being out-fought. Now, if you're out-bullied and you're out-fight good players, then that's why you win. That's how you win. And when the Man United team under Ferguson, I looked at the Liverpool team that Roy Evans had, there wasn't much difference in quality. He had some great players, but they were 2 or 3% more aggressive than us. They were yeah. 2 or 3 more, was that more efforts. That's why we've been so good about the last four or five seasons. We've always out-fought the team. We've had that aggression, the heavy metal football which has meant that other teams, opposition, they can't handle it. No. Whereas this year, there seems to be a shift in the tide, James. But we seem to be on the other end of teams being more fierce, more aggressive. Yeah, well, thanks for that, James. I, I just, we're all frustrated, aren't we? But, you know, you'll never walk alone. That's all I'll always say anyway. Yeah, it, it, it's it's really, it's a really difficult one. Thanks, Dad. I mean, I, I, I feel... You know, as though it's um, it it's quite it's quite simple in many ways. 
uh, and there's a risk at complicating it. But um, what we'll what we'll absolutely do, as we always do, is get behind the boys and, and the manager, and um, let's go and beat Rangers um, tomorrow night in the Champions League, and then let's try and go into that Arsenal game and be on it defensively and try to get a clean sheet. That would be my that would be my team talk. Let's get a clean sheet, and if you've got Salah down the middle, you've got a much better chance. And um, Let's just hope our fortunes change because if we don't start picking up wins in the Premier League, you know, we're going to be struggling for top four this season. But we've only played seven games, so there's still, you know, there's still 30, 31 games to go. You know, that, that's absolutely tons of points, 93 points still available. Thanks very much for joining us this week. Um, Liverpool are down, but not out. Up the Reds. You've been listening to Brothers Red, an LFC fan podcast. Your host was James Cullen. Contributors were Matthew, Francis, Patrick and Andrew Cullen. Music and production by Helen Lyne. The best word I can say when describe this was boom. <laughs> <laughs>